All right. Good morning, everybody. Welcome in. It is uh, backpacking day. It's Friday, heading to the weekend. Hope you're going to have a great one. This is Tony Beam, Director of Church and Community Engagement for the Tim Brazier Campus of North Greenville University, where Christ makes the difference and where we are equipping transformational leaders for the church and society. I also serve as Director of Public Policy for the South Carolina Baptist Convention. I'm currently interim pastor at Five Forks Baptist Church over in Simpsonville. My co-host for this last day of Christian Worldview with Dr. Tony Beam on his radio talk is Lisa Van Riper. Good morning to Hi everyone. Good it's good to have you on the show this morning. Well, I appreciate I, you coming I to just on. feel very privileged to be with <laughs> two of my favorite guys here this morning. And, you know, I think I understand that this station, as of tomorrow, will go to Classic Gold or something. And we are the Classic, classic Gold. Gold. We yeah. are the Classic I wanted yeah, to get that in That's before you guys did this morning. I've been thinking of that all morning. Classic yeah. Gold. Gary, um, Tony, and Lisa. <laughs> I think I think it's I think it's just classic. His radio classic. Oh, isn't, isn't that right? Oh. Isn't that what they're going to call it? It's, it's classic it. Christian, yeah. though, and I hope we're classic Christian. Yes, well, and occasionally classy. Yeah, all of all of those things we we try to be from time to time. Yeah. the classic part just comes with age. It does. You choice. just yeah yeah. Isn't that that's true? That's true. Senator Kimbrell uh, should be joining us here in just a few minutes. He said he would be coming by today and it would probably be early so we'll look forward to hearing from him um yesterday was opening day in baseball let's let's talk about the really important stuff first uh braves beat the nationals seven to two go braves washington yeah it was good yeah go braves. uh kyle wright's had it kyle wright uh, started the game was was doing very well strained uh, a hamstring or not really strain he called it uh uncomfortable or uh, I can't remember the word, but it was something that was not going to scare all the Atlanta Braves fans to death. But anyway, he left the game early, and they had to kind of patch together um, a few pitchers uh, to get all the way to the ninth inning when Mentor shut uh, the Nationals down. So it was it was good. It was a good game. I listened to it yesterday. I had to drive to Beaufort yesterday, so um i you know that's that's all day that's like four yeah. hours oh, down yes. there and four I've, hours back I've done, I, I have done that yeah. i have done the beaufort the beaufort trip you've so, had a busy week though you flew somewhere and then you uh, drove somewhere yeah and yeah so well, you've been flew, traveling. Flew, flew to atlanta and back on tuesday and then drove over to gaffney uh tuesday night to speak to a men's group and then uh, yesterday wednesday i was in columbia uh, at the legislature, and then yesterday in Beaufort. And today, I have to qualify with my weapon to keep my sled license, so I've got to go up to North Greenville as soon as we're done and do that. And um, a couple other things I got percolating. So. Doing well for a classic guy yep. here. Most Doing Im- well. Most important thing um, <laughs> is today's my son-in-law's birthday, Bobby Moore. Uh, we won't talk about his age, but I'll talk about the fact that he's a fantastic husband, um, to my daughter Amber and is a incredible dad. Um, we just love him very much and we're going to celebrate his birthday tonight. And then um, Jackson's birthday was last week, so he turned nine. So he's coming they're all coming over to the house. They're going to camp out in the backyard. That's what Jackson wanted to do for his birthday. How wonderful. So we'll have and you've got <laughs> yeah. a great backyard uh, Dr. Bean there. Yep. You know, I was just thinking this morning as I was having to put on makeup and roll my hair for the show because... You've got on makeup? 
I'm, so, I'm sorry. I, I was just. You no. were doing well. No, no. I, I, I know. I know. It's just my natural beauty. You would think I didn't have to have any. But um, I was thinking about how our show, the show, has changed in, what, 22 years? Almost. Yeah. 21. Right. Well, at, let's see. Yeah, right at 22. Right April, at, April 15th would be 22 20, years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 22 years. You had no children married at that time i had no children married at that time that's I, right. we neither one of us had grandchildren right i don't think we were using glasses as much the <laughs> show did not at there, all facebook we did not have to worry about what we had on whether we combed our hair i could right. i could almost whether we roll, had hair yeah when i would sub for you i could almost roll in here with pajamas on with nothing you know yeah. <laughs> just hair in my eyes it didn't matter gary had to look at me but you know so what so yeah. you know so many I, I had both of my parents still living so we had with things have really there have been lots and lots of changes and i think we've seen huge changes in our culture politically uh oh over yeah, 20 I mean, almost 22 George years w. absolutely George W. was he president. He was president. Yeah, well, he was president when we started. We were uh, 9/11. I mean, you know, we had 9. We had we started April 15th, and then we had the attacks on 9/11, and yeah. everything kind of changed after that. So, yeah, it was. There's been a lot of stuff, it, a lot of water under the bridge. First African American president elected. Right. Um, you know, we got. I, I was really involved in the 2000. Uh, five into 2006 campaign because Mike Huckabee was running for president. And I we remember were, that. Uh, I had him on, I think, the the day before, uh, the week before the primary. I had him on every day, <laughs> just right. about, um, because I was really high on Mike Huckabee. And, Point of personal um, privilege. Yeah, it came a little bit. Yes. He can't, and, I, and I don't really, I, I try to have all the candidates on now. Uh, that was kind of a different a different era. Shane's on the phone. Shane, thank you for calling. Oh, you're welcome. Well, uh, I just wanted to call and, and wish you well and, and say thank, thank you, you for uh, all the years of Morning Talk Radio. I've been listening since 2005. I figured, I told Gary, if I was ever going to call in, it was now or never. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think yeah, it was. I think just there wanted was to wish song. you well, and uh, I'm definitely going to be Shane. following the podcast. Thank you, Shane. I really appreciate that. Um, and let me just take this as an opportunity to just say thank you to all of our listeners. I mean, um, Look, I, I know this has not been a the number one show in the in Greenville or anything like that, but we've created I think a a really good strong listener base over the years. I can remember when I first started, I never you know I never never ran into anybody who ever knew me or had anything to say about the radio show, and then somewhere along about I don't know after about four or five years maybe. Um, you know, I'd go into Lowe's and I would stop somebody to ask him a question and I begin to ask the question and somebody would stop and go, wait a minute, are you Tony Beam? I mean, <laughs> they'd, they'd hear, they'd hear my voice. So, um, as that began to happen, I realized, you know, we had a, we had a good loyal audience and I'm very grateful for, for you and everybody else, Shane. And thank you. Yeah. Go to drtonybeam.com. It's up, it's out there. It's functional. Um, should be ready to roll on Monday at 7.30, and uh, we'll be live, and then we'll go with the podcast. Yep, looking forward to it. Thank you, brother. Appreciate the call. Um, yeah, and, and then, you know, occasionally we'd, you know, we'd go out to eat, and somebody over, like, in the restaurant would walk by or, or 
pick up the sound of my voice and they would realize. And I think you've had that happen. And I know Hannah, you know, all of us that have been associated with the show. Uh, Let's see. Can be there until hour two, if that's it. Yeah, absolutely. Was that that Senator Kimbrell this morning checking in? Oh, can't be there until hour two. Okay. Yes, absolutely. Um, well, he's got, he's got, he's got important business. He well, really does. And you know, he was one of my, he was one of my students. Oh yeah. And we've, I've had, yeah, I've always been very proud of the way he's just, um, well, you he's know, a, he's an amazing leader. He's forward. not, he's not just a leader in South Carolina, but he's kind of become, um, some, somewhat of a national leader. You know, he was on, I don't know if he does it much anymore, but for a while he was pretty regular commentator on Fox news. They would call him in on the weekends in particular but um he was he was there giving a commentary um and and of course in the south carolina senate um and he's gotten involved in some political campaigns so yeah josh is he's a mover and a shaker and he's doing a great job with exodus airline his business i mean can you imagine being in the south carolina senate running a, 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 a exodus aircraft which uh, leases aircraft. Uh, tra- they charter airplanes for people, for groups, run a few commuter uh, routes. I mean, you know, that doing that plus being a senator plus being a dad to two two really good guys and a uh, husband. And a, he's and he's a, husband. a good husband. <laughs> so you know, all of those things plus everything else he's involved in, he stays pretty busy. You're right. Yeah, somebody gave up on the phone. If you're calling and you're hearing Gary talk at the same time, that means he can't answer the phone. So if you want to, now would be the time to call. He's sitting there just on a spring getting ready to answer the phone. Um, all right, Tom, thanks for calling. Hey, bud. How you been? I'm good, man. How are you? I'm good. Getting ready to go off to work, substitute school teaching today, but just wanted to give you a quick call to tell you congrats on all the stuff that's happened on the radio over the years and looking forward to watching you on the podcast. Thanks, Tom. I really appreciate that. I appreciate you being such a good friend over the years, too. Um, you, 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 you guys have been a real blessing to me. Um, well, thank you, bud. In so many ways. So you're substitute teaching today, huh? Yeah, I'm substitute teaching today. I got special ed. Okay, so excellent. Well, that's, that's look, a, thanks for not answering. Not everybody can do that one, but no, anyway, but, but I'm I'm looking forward to it, and uh, so I can't take you with me and listen to the rest of the show. But have a great day, my friend. And, thank you, bro. Uh, looking forward to whatever the next steps are. Thank you, my friend. Appreciate it. By the way, since Tom brought that up, mm-hmm. next steps are going to drtonybeam.com. If you go to that website, in fact, it's up there, um, you can see a, you have a listen live uh, button that you can select. That will be from 7.30 to 8.30, Monday through Friday, is the listen live. Um, and then you can download the podcast. You can, you'll be able to sign up for the podcast, I believe, straight from the website. You'll be able to see my Twitter feed. Um, I'm going to have email there. Um, I've got to look up my email. I meant to do that before this morning. You see how good I am at all this stuff. Um, but there'll be an email address where I can check my email while we're doing the show. So if you want to talk, if you want to say something to me, um, you can email me and then I'll, I'll be checking. You'll be able to watch the show on Facebook Live just like you're doing now. Uh, the dialogue should be able to continue there. And you'll be able to add YouTube. You can watch it live on YouTube. It'll be streamed to both of those platforms. <clears throat> excuse me, automatically when I hit 
hit just one um, streaming button. So that's great. All right, Ira's on the phone, then we'll talk to Carol. Hey, Ira. Hey, Doc. Carl, I want to say, may God bless everything you do and touch, and and, and uh, may he make his face shine upon you and give you his shalom, his peace, as you, as you move on. Thank you, but brother. If, uh, Don, Don McLean would write about this, I'd say uh, this is the day Greenville Christian Talk Radio dies. <laughs> <laughs> well, thanks, Ira. I appreciate that very much. I appreciate you listening for all the years and all the calls you've made and the questions you've asked and the great conversations we've had. I've really, I've enjoyed every minute of it. Carol, you're up next. Yeah, I wanted to mention, you mentioned about Huckabee the other night. Yes. I happened to turn on Trinity Broadcasting Network, and Huckabee has a show now. Yes. And he's a strong supporter of Donald Trump, and so yeah. am I. Yes, yeah, I know, I know, Carol, and I appreciate that. Um, I, uh, you and know. I'm a strong supporter of you all too. Well, thank I want you. you. To stay where you are. You're very kind. Well, I appreciate that. Uh, don't get to make that call, but. Uh, you can follow me. I mean, I, I would encourage you yeah. if you if you have a computer, smartphone, smart device, whatever, you can you can follow me at drtonybeam.com. You're, you're, you're really here. I just I looked am. you up, I'm Dr. There. Beam, and well, there you are. And it's very easy. Just put drtonybeam.com, and yep. you will get a very nice, distinguished-looking <laughs> picture. Well, and, it's and, right here. I have no idea where they got that. I almost think that's computer generated. L- listen, but that's one of those AI things where they just made me look good. Well, AI did well. They we did. should. I would like to get some AI. It may be be- better than Estee Lauder. It could. Okay. It, 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 yeah, Estee. Estee Lauder. Oh, Estee Lauder. Yeah, it may be better yeah. than that AI. Okay. Um, okay. We we were gonna. Thanks. Thanks for the calls, everybody. And you're welcome to call in today if you'd like. Eight 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 six six zero nine five three five. The um, t- talking a little bit about President Trump. And of course, I knew Carol was has always been a big supporter yeah. of Trump. And uh, for those of you that support him, I mean, that's what the American political process is all about: is hearing somebody, listening to them, uh, deciding that they're the person that you want to get behind. Uh, look, all of this today. If you want to see a really uh, well done sort of history and comparison of the charges against President Trump, all of the Um, the grand jury stuff that's in Georgia that's also involved with the special prosecutor that the Justice Department assigned to look into President Trump's alleged um, contribution to January 6th and all of the documents at Mar-a-Lago and um, all of that. If Malcolm uh, or John G. Malcolm has a column today at the Daily Signal that is just kind of a, it just lays it all out exactly where everything is. I'll just tell you a couple of things about the Trump indictment. Um, Of course, the grand jury process is secret, and that's the way it's supposed to be in America. There are leaks. There are always leaks. The New York Times is reporting this morning, for example, that uh, there are going to be 30 separate charges associated. And most people just know about the $130,000 with Stormy Daniels. Um, And, of course, because that's been in the Uh, the news for the longest amount of time. But there's another hush money case that involves $150,000 paid to Karen McDougal, who's a former Playboy playmate, that she's alleged that uh, she and Trump had an affair, just like Stormy Daniels alleged that they had an affair. 
And so when you start hearing all these different charges, you say, how can there be 30 charges related to one case of covering up money going, you know, either for a campaign purpose or making a false business claim? Um, And the way that happens is there's a lot of laws that interconnect. And when you've got two cases, one with McDougal, one with Stormy Daniels, then the number of laws ostensibly that were broken, like all the laws that were broken in one case would also be broken in another case, and they would be separate counts. Mm -hmm. So if you've got, you know, like 15 counts in the Daniels case, well, you're going to have 15 counts in the McDougal case. And and a lot of that, if it involves filling out a form and that's the problem, because a lot of these have been, as they said, bootstrapped into felonies from misdemeanor right. charges. Every one of those forms would count as a separate count. That's, that's right. And so you've, um, you, this is not unusual the, for prosecutors to stack as many things as they can. Oh, yeah. yeah and so and that's what's going on. That's what's going on here. It's like they used to say about Dick, Dick Buckus when he was playing football. You know, he's, he would just how – how did you know how to get to the person with the ball so fast when you were tackling in the NFL? He said, well, I just, I just broke through the line, tackled everybody in the backfield, and tossed them out until I found the guy with the ball. With the, and so, <laughs> you know, that's kind, of, that, that's kind of the same thing that's going on here with the prosecutor. He'll, he'll charge him with everything, including the kitchen sink, and then they'll come back and the charges that they can sustain, they'll, they'll push – uh, some of the charges may get dismissed on appeal, you know, before they get to trial. There'll be all kind of pretrial motions. Um, the uh, Trump's lawyers are going to be calling all of this politically motivated and bogus. And, of course, Trump's already calling it that. And um, and so we, we don't know what actually will end up going to court. The thing that could cause Trump the most trouble, I think, um, falsifying business records is a misdemeanor in New York. Right. I mean, it's a fine. Uh, I don't think there's uh, maybe a year jail time for the most egregious. Um, But, you know, the the thing that this prosecutor, Alvin Bragg, is doing is linking this to a federal case involving Michael Cohen. Michael Cohen, Trump's lawyer, has already gone to jail for uh, election fraud. That is using money illegally, uh, election money illegally. And so if that's true for him, then Alvin Bragg can piggyback off of that and say, well, Trump knew about this. He uh, approved it, and therefore he's part of what happened. He was involved in conspiracy with Michael Cohen for the purpose of influencing the election for a campaign donation more than $3,500. Which is getting very, very technical, and also two other other, – prosecutorial bodies have have passed on this yeah the, so the, it's looking you know he almost and, and you know where i was my my deal was i voted voted for trump in the general election yeah. after voting for everybody else i could in the primary the first go around now right. when it came to the last general election i happily voted for trump okay yeah. Yeah. because i saw that he kept his word yeah i saw that he kept his promises and i liked his policies Cyrus Have Vance it. was the uh, prosecutor right. before Alvin Bragg. He mm-hmm. looked at this said, and said, there's no, no. way we and can't so, make this case. And so did federal prosecutors. I have to say, having been a latecomer to the, to the Trump, to, the, to, to support his policies 
not all that not all of his tenor and the way he dealt with things but i have never seen anyone so to the point of harassment now oh yeah i mean he's yeah. hunted i thought laura ingram last night had had the had the proper the proper headline the trump hunt the hunt for trump yeah. and and so i don't think I don't think people should take this lightly or pass over this headline because if they can hunt for him, they can hunt for all of us. Yeah, it goes back to the weaponization of the Justice Department. Mm -hmm. I mean, even in the midst of this, you've got uh, Matt Taibbi, uh, an IRS agent, goes to his home the day that he's testifying in front of Congress. Now, they left yeah. a note saying you've got to call within four days. and all. It turns out that it has something to do with identity theft related to his tax returns for 2018. And then Taibbi was able to produce the, his tax return from 2018 where there was absolutely no problem with it uh -huh. whatsoever. The IRS had not rejected it, as the note said. So what is this about an IRS agent going to Correct. a journalist a journalist home on the day that he's testifying before Congress. It is using the Justice Department, the IRS, the the wheels of government to intimidate a witness and a journalist, no less. James, thanks for calling. Hey, Dr. Hey. Beam. Uh, I hadn't called in a long time. I called one time when you first started playing guitar and you asked if anybody out oh, there yeah. had tips, and I told you that if you can't hum it, you can't play it. But yep, I, I just that. wanted to call and give every single one of y'all a big thank you. My youngest child is 16, and I've listened to y'all ever since she was a baby. And y'all helped me throughout the years and gave me a lot of wisdom, and I just want to thank each of you. Well, thanks, James. God bless you. I appreciate Listen, we, we wouldn't have done, been able to do any of that if there weren't people on the other side of the microphone that were actually benefiting from something that we did. So, Thank you, brother, and happy birthday to your daughter. I know it may not be her birthday today, but uh, 16, that's pretty cool. Sweet 16. That's right. Uh, that's right. Yep. That's right. Well, y'all have a blessed day. Thank you. You too, You James. too, brother. Dennis is on the phone. Hello, Dennis. Hey, guys. Um, yeah, to understand what's going on today, first of all, you need to understand the left. I mean, what they're doing right now, this is their God. This is the reason why they literally get up every morning is um, to, take, to take down their foes, to uh, politicize everything, divide everything for power. I mean, like us, and I, I would consider us conservatives as their foe right now. And I say right now because once we're gone, then they'll just start eating each other. But, you know, uh, their foe, uh, just, you know, again, that would be us conservatives. Um you know, we get up every morning, we go to work. You know, our main focus is providing for our family, for, um, uh, you know, we worship a God above, uh, our creator, where they worship just power. And therefore, they will do literally any, I, and I've called this program before as a little joke, and I'll say it again, and I actually believe it. They would literally put their own mother in jail if they had to, if oh, it yeah. meant. Yeah. yeah to further their agenda, and to give them more power. But just real quick, this is actual a spiritual war going on right now. This is, is literally good versus evil. That's why every day we're seeing, you know, the whole transgender thing now. Um, 
you know that that's that's an attack on God's creation of a male and female. Yes. Absolutely. Um, you know the attack on marriage that we've had years ago. Um, you know that that's God's formation for society. I mean, it's just um, uh, there's there's no, nowhere else you can convince me that this is not a spiritual war going on right now. Right. No, you're right, Dennis. Um, you know, I was thinking about yesterday in a press conference. Um, you had uh, Jean Pierre was talking about, um, you know, how transgender people are under attack all over this country, and to say that in the same week that a transgender person walked into a Christian school and shot six people to death and would have killed many more had the police not shown up and been heroic in the way that they responded. So th- this is what incre- is, is incredible to me, that, that she can say that and, and get by with it. I mean, the press should have roasted her. Right. They should have roasted President Biden for talking about ice cream when he comes down. He said the only reason he came down to make a statement is because he heard that there was ice cream going to be. And everybody's, ah, ha, ha, ha. Yeah. And, of course, you've got six people in Nashville shot down, three nine-year-olds and three 60-year-olds. And if the, if the tables had been turned oh my. and Trump had come out and talked about ice cream or issued what Biden did yesterday, praying for the transgender community without mention of these kids, yeah. it, it, the, you would, it would have been no holes barred in the media. He would have been the biggest scumbag ever. Sure, I mean, sure. It, yeah, it we would, know. That's it, true. It's, it's just, it's just uh, Dennis, Dennis, thanks for uh, you always have been um, just a great caller. Uh, calling in with a lot of wise things, observations. You've helped us kind of stay focused, and I really appreciate you, your support over the years. Yeah, well, thanks, Tony, and I will definitely be tuning in to your podcast. Thank you, my friend. I appreciate that. Okay. Rock, you're next. Thank you, sir. Yes, sir. I have no intention of saying anything wise, but uh, <laughs> I just want to talk about the movie, The Hunt for Donald Trump. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's a that that that's the movie, all right. Yeah, that one. That uh, one go into. Production. I believe that the Sean Connery part should be played by Daryl Hammond because it definitely should be comedy. <laughs> but, that's good. Uh, <laughs> but you, I know you asked one time, who voted for Hillary? You'd like them to call. Well, I voted for Hillary, and I'd vote for her again because Hillary needs to play Godzilla in this movie. <laughs> uh, they didn't let her play Godzilla before. They got a, you know, the computer-generated That's right. uh, thing That's right. or the stop-action figure, whatever. They didn't well, use the, Hillary, but, the, but I did vote for Hillary. Mo- most people don't know that uh, the reason that she was not allowed to play Godzilla is they couldn't find a Godzilla suit that would fit her. So oh, that's that's that one of the low, that's Doc, one of the reasons. Doctor that was, Bing, I thought that I would, is true. I thought I'd just go out with a bang. That is truly here. low. Rock, thanks for entertaining <laughs> us over the years. And uh, could I say one more thing? You can. I pray that the Lord won't let Gary quite retire. He don't let me retire. He keeps finding places to stick me. Yeah. And I just talk one more time. Yeah. And I've been <laughs> tried to retire for about five years now. And yeah. It hadn't worked, and I hope the Lord puts Gary on to work because he's got too much talent and character to be wasted to uh, be in a world that we're not bring in the most again out of it. 
Well, thanks, Rock. I appreciate it. And again, thanks for um, entertaining us and being our hit and run caller so many times, <laughs> just to call up, throw a line out there right at the right time. So we appreciate that. Um, and if you'd like to continue to follow the program, by the way, his radio talk, 919-897, will um, come to an end tonight. It will become classic Christian music at midnight tonight. Uh, but if you'd like to follow this radio program, you can go to drtonybeam.com, drtonybeam.com, and there'll be a way for you to watch on Facebook. You can watch on YouTube. You can listen um, if you want to just put it on and stream it um, in the car or wherever you are. And, of course, the podcast will be available through Spotify, through Apple, the iTunes Store, so many so many different places, um, the app, the, well, when I say the iTunes store, it's actually they've actually got a, a separate um, icon that you can subscribe to podcasts through Apple, and you'll be able to get it there. So hope you'll be doing that and continuing to follow the show. I'm going to keep it going for a while anyway. Um, okay, back to what we were talking about here with President Trump. Look, you're right. There's no question that all of this is politically motivated. It's been politically motivated from the beginning. I mean, since he came down the escalator uh, back in 2015, Mm -hmm. I guess it was, or 20, yeah, I guess it was 2015. uh, You know, that his entire life has been, at first the media embraced him because he brought him ratings, Mm -hmm. but they thought it was going to be a comedy show and no one gave him any chance at getting elected uh, or even getting the nomination. You know, it was going to be Jeb Bush and then it was going to be Walker out of Wisconsin Mm -hmm. and and then it was going to be, you know, whoever else was the one in line. Ted Cruz had a shot at one time. And, of course, uh, Trump took them all on, beat them all, won uh, the election in 2016. And the outrage, the hatred, he actually started uh, his presidency with an open mind about working with the Democrats. I mean, if you go back, he he did. And he found out pretty quickly that there was no one that was going to be interested in working with him. Uh, everybody was going to be aligned against him and trying to find different ways to hamper his presidency. So we went through two and a half years of a bogus Russia investigation that turned up absolutely nothing in relation to Trump uh, in the election and him doing anything wrong. Um, and then all the other, all all these other attacks against him. Now, he hasn't helped himself in some of these situations. I mean, having all those documents down at Mar-a-Lago. And I know people are going, well, it doesn't matter. Everybody, look, Biden's got documents. Pence has got documents. Well, that may be true, but in the communication that the president had with the Justice Department back and forth, he had, and with the archives, National Archives, he had opportunities to turn all these documents in and sort of let that stay under the radar, so to speak, and, you know, he, of course, he didn't. He passed on all those, and then he would say that that all be turned in, and they weren't all turned in. And so there are times when, you know, it, when you're under the gun, like President Trump has been his entire public p- political career, you can't be caught or found doing things that just hand over ammunition to your critics. Because if you do, then the people 
it, what, what will happen is eventually people will fall away. There'll be people that would have supported you that won't, and you'll be left with your base that's going to be more and more uh, stronger and stronger in their support for you because of what's happening. But in order to win the election again, you've got to expand that base to people that will vote for you in the general election. We talked about this the other day, and there was another story out about it, uh, I think of Washington Post, but it was also at uh, Daily Wire. So you've got conservative outlets and, and more progressive outlets that are talking about this. When Trump gets attacked, the base rallies to his side. So it, the, the chance of him winning the Republican nomination actually grows the more he's attacked. Um, it just it just does. Mm-hmm. Well, the, but the problem is, as his base grows, he, the people that are going to have to vote for him to get him elected, that that pool begins to shrink because they don't like what they're seeing. They, they don't see it the way the base does. They don't see this as a persecution of Donald Trump. Um, and so the, you've got the dichotomy existing between, yeah, they go after him and it helps him in one vein, but it hurts him in the general election if he's if he does in fact get the nomination. And we don't we got a long way to go. We don't know what's going to happen. We know Ron DeSantis is going to get in sooner or later. I thought it was interesting that DeSantis came out now and has said that he would not cooperate in any kind of extradition uh, for to get Trump out of Florida. Mm-hmm. Well, that that's a safe political position because it makes him sound like you know i'm the governor here and i'm defending president trump it's It's, president trump's lawyers and the the manhattan da have already been in conversations about trump going to new york and surrendering i mean he's not going don't don't have this picture in your mind of Trump at Mar-a-Lago with, you know, surrounded by guards and Ron DeSantis standing out in the front yard going, no, you will not take it. That's not going to happen. He's going to go to well, New York. I think Trump will play this he'll, out. I think he'll play this out the best way that will increase the strength of his base. Yeah. If it's, if he's not going to do something to strengthen DeSantis' base. And if not. he stays in Florida, it'll and and DeSantis is having to guard him, then that's going to strengthen DeSantis' base. R- right. So the strength is to go in and get a mugshot, and as they said last night on Fox, put it on everybody's T-shirt, bumper sticker, et cetera. He becomes a martyr for the, the greater cause. And let me not say that I don't believe there's a greater cause here that he has become a symbol for. Because I do think we are in a deep culture war where our talking about democracy being threatened. Yeah. Yesterday we saw democracy being threatened, period. Yeah. And so I do think there are people who will now say this will be a wake up call even beyond his base to say something's not right here. This man has been hunted like red October. You know, this is, this is, there's something here going on beneath the surface. People are already, I think, Tony, 
uh, knowing there's something very troubling. When you get Tucker Carlson, who does not profess to be uh, out there in the conservative wing of Christianity, say that what happened in Nashville was nothing short of demonic, okay? Yeah, well, and, it was a hate and, crime and, against and, Christians. And, and, and ends, ends by calling on America to pray last night and those kinds right. of things. People are beginning, if they have a remnant, just a fiber left of some kind of theological understanding, moral understanding, they're beginning to understand this is way deeper than something political going on. All right, we've got Jim on the phone. Jim, thanks for calling. I want to thank you for the years I've been able to listen to you from Chattanooga, Tennessee. Oh, yeah. Uh, thanks. I'm going thanks, to get Jim. my I'm going to get my wife back because usually I'm in the living room listening to you, Tony, and your host and <laughs> guest, and she's listening to children's stories. She said she just can't take the news; it's so negative. <laughs> I don't know whether you heard it or not, but about a week or two ago, Lisa gave a summation of this radio station and what it has done. It's almost like Gary should get a special award in the background for what he has done these last few years with his talk program. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. I hope that the last half an hour, I hope the last half an hour, you all can spend your time, maybe the three of you give kind of your testimony, what Jesus has done for you. It's almost like when we talk about Jesus, even with people today, it's boring. We want to talk about the things Satan's getting people to do. Mm. So that's kind of my thank you for what you've done all these years. I'm well, really do appreciate it. Now, listen, um, I'm grateful to you. Like I said, if you don't, if there are not some people on the other side of the microphone, we don't get to do this. So, Jim, thank you for listening and for your calls and for your insights and for participating in a way that has really brought glory to God. Gary, thanks for calling. Hey, uh, glory to God is exactly why I called to just affirm that that's what you've done with this program and to say thank you, and uh, God gets the glory, but I'm really grateful, and uh, I'll miss this, but I will tune into the podcast. Well, thank you, brother. I appreciate that. I hope a lot of other people will do that as well, and thanks for your insight over the years. I mean, everybody that's calling so far um, have been people Mm -hmm. that have just consistently, you know, been part of the program at some time or another by calling in and having some great comments. Um, let me ask you this, and, and by the way, Senator Kimbrell is on his way here. Um, I was just talking to him on the phone a minute ago. What do you think? Um, let's see. Yeah. Um, what do you think about these other charges? What if you know this is the first shoe to drop? I mean, there are not many people talking about this today. They're talking about the how this is unprecedented historically. Mm-hmm. We haven't had a former president indicted for a crime. But, you know, you realize President Trump's under investigation in Georgia. Uh, there's a Democrat prosecutor down there that is uh, working on charges in relation to I his— I think in Fulton County. Yeah, Fulton County. It's, it mm-hmm. has to do with his, um, you know, his influence in, in the election mm-hmm. uh, when he called Raffsenberger and said, look, I need you to find 12,000 more votes or whatever it is he said. Trump calls that the perfect call. Uh, which it wasn't perfect, but there's not anything. When you look, read the transcript of the call, and I've looked at it pretty thoroughly, uh, there's nothing in there that is a smoking gun that says that the president has done it. But, again, it's the grand jury. It's a, You've got Meadows has testified. Um, Senator Graham, uh, I think, is to Senator Vince Graham has testified. He's, I think mm-hmm. he testified because he tried mm-hmm. to fight it and was not able to do so. <clears throat> Pence is going to have to testify. So anyway, you've got, and Pence would be testifying in relation to the federal case, but in Georgia he could be indicted. 
And then he could be indicted on federal charges in relation to the documents, the uh, class, uh, classified documents, but also if they determine that he was involved in pushing the riot that took place at the Capitol. Right. So right, let, let's just imagine for a minute. We get up in a world where Trump has three indictments, one federal and two state, and he has to face all of those. Does any of that become weight that starts to drag him down a little bit? I can't see how it couldn't because people have got to think, I think, long term into the primary process. We've got to have a candidate. Okay, we have to have a candidate that we think we can beat the Democrats. And do you risk going in with all these indictments? And I think that is exactly what the Democrats and not all Democrats, but that is what they are playing out here. And and, and what is um, it, it is troubling to me that all of these things are coming not from an unbiased prosecutor. They're all coming. So we are seeing again the weaponization of a judicial system for political purposes. And that is the death knell. That is the death knell for a for a democracy. Sure. So let's grab these calls real quick before the top of the hour. Reggie, thanks for calling. Good morning. Uh, November 2003, I can remember breaking in, kind of like what I'm probably going to do now, but uh, just really blessed. I know this is the last day uh, I called you. You were one of the first people that I called and uh, shared with you my diagnosis of, you know, the, my uh, cancer. And we, uh, you've been with me all the way. You prayed with me that day, and I've had such a great uh uh, that was kind of the beginning of the Christian worldview family that uh, that I now enjoy. And I just, I, I don't, you know, this is, at this point, words just don't are, are not sufficient for yeah. me to say how much you guys meant to me. Well, it's, so, uh, it's okay. Um, I don't know what to say either. <laughs> Tony's I mean, about to tear you, up uh, in here, guys. <laughs> you, you know, you, Reggie, you and I have had an, an amazing re- relationship through radio. I mean, that's how we met, and um, and then having the privilege uh, to pray for you over the years, to see the miracles that God has done in your life, uh, that we can give him all the glory for, um, and to have the opportunity to be your pastor for a while at Impact and to help lead that church into what is now becoming just a, a dynamic church over in Spartanburg under Dave Carroll's leadership. You know, um, I, I appreciate it. I, I appreciate all the calls, Reggie, and, and it's been, and I'm, I'm thankful that we were able to minister to you when it really mattered because I wanted this show to be more than just another radio talk show. I wanted it to be a place where people could be ministered to as well as think about the things that are going on in the news from a Christian perspective. So, well, God brother, bl- you hit that target. Yeah. Well, God bless you, brother. Thank you. I love you, and uh, I appreciate okay, you. Okay, love you, too. Tony, you really have. I think you have been an upstate pastor for your listening audience. You certainly have for me. And, in fact, when I got ready to go to Rome a couple weeks ago, I left in my letter that if I go first, you're to give my eulogy (laughs) because you know enough about me to say something, but you also know enough about me not to to say say some stuff. No, well, uh, listen. You have pastored. You've pastored through 
pastored us through some tough current event stuff. And that's important. And I know you'll continue that at (laughs) drtonybeam.com. You know, um, I've I've told you this before, uh, but you've been... You, you've been like an, an earthly sister to me. Um, it just, and, and I'm very thankful for that relationship. I lost my sister years ago, but well, I'm honored. Been I'm a, honored. Been a good substitute. <laughs>